All right, we are accepting calls this hour from time travelers only. If you have traveled in time or you are presently a traveler to this time, then we want to hear from you. Otherwise, the phone lines are closed, but for that group, they are certainly open. Uh, with that in mind, uh, top of the morning to you on the wild card line. You are on the air. Hello. Hello. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Iconic. Welcome back to America Unplugged. Welcome back to the Infinite Fringe. Everything going on here. It's a, it is September 11th week. And what would it be if I didn't have my customary talk with Mr. Richard Gage, the legendary Richard Gage, ladies and gentlemen? I want to say, it's, it's, not, it's not single-handed, but I want to say, man, if it wasn't for Mr. Gage, we wouldn't have the awareness that we still do about 9-11 carrying that, that torch into 2020 and beyond and and listen i'm not just saying this but but i mean well you know this already but i, I commend you for what it is that you do it's it's uh it's it's just a, an admirable thing i wish more people would do it and uh, you have uh you know uh, the reputation and the following so uh, thank you very much welcome for the first time right here on iconic on america unplugged it's a uh, it's a uh, 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 a platform run by jamie ike that's david ike's son and uh, you've been on my show many, many times. So uh, say hello to uh, America Unplugged, sir. How are you? Hello, America Unplugged. <laughs> I'm doing great, and I'm honored to be here, Billy Ray. Man, honor is all mine, and, and I mean that 100%. Listen, COVID-19 threw a monkey wrench in a lot of things. It is what it is, right? And typically, we'd be talking about you coming to New York or putting on a conference somewhere um, tell me how this has uh, affected what we normally do. Well, um, I've, I, I've certainly have had my travel curtailed uh, this year. Um, I'd, I'd normally be booked up and doing uh, conferences for architects and engineers all around the country. Um, but uh, everything has just been shut down. We, we have done virtual conferences, several, to... Um, uh, American Society of Civil Engineers chapter groups with our project due diligence team led by uh, Roland Engel. And of course, what we're talking about is the destruction of all three towers on 9-11, which have proven to be controlled demolitions. That's what the evidence shows that we present. And uh, so we're going to be talking about some of that evidence today and some of the ways we present it. So, yeah, I, I'm and, and so we're we're. It's an opportunity to have, a, in fact, our own virtual conference on a Zoom-like platform on September 11th, 12th, and 13th. Um, and, uh, but we're not naive about, you know, COVID-19. Uh, we've done our homework, and everybody should be doing their own homework on this um, engineered product and uh, the draconian measures uh, taken to deal with it. I... I I agree with you. 
I agree with you. And unfortunately, we find ourselves in that position. But it's not going to stop us from getting the word out on September 11th. I will be doing my customary uh, rounds around the World Trade Center and try to, you know, uh, give out some pamphlets and do the thing that I do every freaking year. It's not going to stop me from doing it. But we would normally all come together in somewhere and have a conference. And that not, that's not going to happen, at least not in person but virtually, apparently. So please tell us a little bit about that before we get into some of the evidence. And I mean, we've drilled the evidence down many, many times, but it's always good to refresh. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, well, just, you know, some people may be new uh, and we want new people, true, right? That's, we're trying to reach out past the choir, past the echo chamber. Um, and, and that's one of the reasons... Uh, one of one of them that uh, that uh, David Ike has moved to this platform and he created it actually didn't he? His son did, yeah, his son. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, it's it's awesome. Anyway, um, uh, people may not be aware there was a third tower that came down on 9/11, and, and and so this is a 47-story skyscraper that on the afternoon of 9/11, after witnesses hear explosions. Uh, this building drops like a rock straight down uniformly, symmetrically into its own footprint in under seven seconds at free fall acceleration. That's as fast as a bowling ball falling out of the sky. So, And it looks exactly like, of course, those old hotels in, uh, that have been brought down in Las Vegas. Uh, a controlled demolition. And, and the evidence, the forensic and scientific evidence shows uh, energy, high-energy explosives well, they show high. They show incendiaries is what they show for Building Seven. They show high energy explosives at the World Trade Center Twin Towers, as well as incendiaries. And, and it's not just evidence that you know is put out by conspiracy theorists. This this comes from the official sources themselves, which have been censored. Uh, so uh, we we bring all this to everybody's attention in in many different forms throughout the years. <clears throat> And this year, uh, yeah, it's a it's a virtual conference. It's pretty exciting because uh, we open it up with a discussion about where AE nine eleven truth has come from, uh, <clears throat> how how far we've come, and how far we have yet to go. Maybe we'll look at that too. And then we uh, go into the story of Matt Campbell, who's uh, an English gentleman who lost his brother Jeff, uh, who was. Uh, his his whole body was um, uh, blown uh, up with explosives in the controlled demolition. He was murdered along with thousands of other people. They only found small pieces of his body. And um, by the way, they found only uh, uh, they only found three hundred whole bodies. Incredible. And eleven hundred and forty two of them were small enough to fit in. Were, actually. 20,000 pieces small enough to fit into a test tube and um, more than 1,142 pieces uh, right around there. Um, no trace of whatsoever. Th th these people were vaporized. And this is just a small fraction of the evidence that includes um, uh, evidence of incendiaries and explosives, uh, which, which we'll touch on in the um, conference itself. But uh, Matt has a unique opportunity to uh, go for a new inquest into his brother's death with all the evidence that we've now assembled and given to the U.S. attorney in Manhattan who promised to give that to a special grand jury. 
And uh, we've also sued the FBI over their refusal to give this evidence to Congress, which they were required to do. So those legal efforts will be touched on in this conference as well. Amazing. But it's um, a, a fundraiser. Uh, these, these, this is a tailor-made opportunity in the UK to get a new inquest into somebody's death. All you have to show is that there might be a new result. Uh, and there definitely will be a re new result with all of the evidence that we have assembled. Um, and, and they have ignored, of course, all of this evidence in the original inquest. So this costs money. And so we're raising those funds uh, for Matt uh, uh, now through the um, conference. And uh, it's $100,000, $500 an hour, the best barrister in the U.K., uh, really, and who's won many lawsuits against the government in, in uh, efforts like getting new inquests. So uh, very exciting uh, for us and for the family who really wants the truth to get out there um, uh, in, in, in the public, in the court system. This would be the first time we've had a legal action outside of the U.S. Uh, so getting it internationally into the court systems as a huge effort of ours. So I hope people will support that effort and come to the conference, which, by the way, is September 11th, Friday, at 6 p.m. Eastern, uh, September 12th, Saturday, at 3 p.m. Eastern, and again on Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern. And on Saturday, we call that Science Saturday. Dylan Avery, the maker of Loose Change, 9-11, has a new film, that he's made. It's called Seven. It's about building seven. Now, he's won a lot of awards since his fame uh, in the original Loose Change franchise. Right. Uh, Black and Blue was something that he, he, he had uh, uh, won awards for. It's about police abuse in New York. And he's now uh, taken on the effort to interview Professor Leroy Halsey, uh, one of the top forensic structural engineers in the country. And he has, who has taken on the four-year uh, finite element analysis, computer modeling of World Trade Center 7, which has just come out, and we are getting that 135-page report out everywhere. So here's a, a, a major university study uh, from the University of Alaska and Fairbanks that finds that the NIST report, and NIST is the National Institute of Standards and Technology, who was tasked by Congress to explain these three collapses to the American people, while the, 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 all of these explanations are completely fraudulent and filled with and backed up by fraud. Uh, and this is proved by uh, this new study, which says that, no, the building did not come down by fire. A, fires have never brought down a skyscraper before 9-11. So this should be the most studied uh, building failure in history, right. which is why the university took it on. And B, the only way it could have come down, as we see in the videos, is by the complete removal of all the exterior columns at once, followed by all the interior columns within a second later or so. So th uh, that is, uh, that's an extraordinary statement. A global failure involving all the columns in the building, not a, as NIST says, a sequential failure uh, causing a progressive collapse that with sequential failures, as they claim, due to uh, hot fires 
expanding long span beams pushing a girder off of its seat on this particular column 79 in the northeast section and then this complete vertical failure all the way up and then this failure travels inside the building without giving a hint that it's going on gutting the inside of the building with no exterior deformation of the exterior structural steel system or windows or granite panels breaking up um and so uh it, it he, he just rips them a new one, if you will. So uh, that he's going to be here in person along with Dylan Avery on Friday night also. And then at, um, after that, we have uh, the effort to uh, expose NIST further with the request for correction, which you can submit to federal agencies that commit fraud like NIST has. And uh, this 100-page report, uh, was finally answered by NIST in the most cursory, um, uh, non-specific, and again fraudulent responses. The 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 Data Quality Act is very specific about how they have to respond. They got to go point by point. Well, they didn't do that at all. They they simply uh, ignored the key data that we provided in the eight. Uh, points of this request for correction, which is historic because we think that it will definitely uh, bring about uh, the, the successful lawsuit that we intend to have once this particular uh, appeal that we're going to be submitting on the 27th of this month uh, is ignored. What have they ignored? The, the column 79 side plates. The, the side plates on this building had had um, would have trapped the girder. It couldn't even have been pushed off under high heat conditions because the girder expands into the column and gets trapped in there. Uh, they ignore the data that we mentioned regarding the uh, thermal expansion of, of one of the beams. The uh, web stiffeners, which are completely ignored, which would have kept this whole scenario from happening because they say the girder only had to fall ha be pushed halfway off of its seat and then this flange folded. Well, the web stiffener, which they ignored, would have kept that flange from folding. Uh, uh, item D, uh, a cascading of floor failures, which they completely fabricate, which is um, could never have happened because the, to get a dynamic progressive collapse going, it would have taken 600,000 pounds to break the, break the connections on the floor below. But it only had half of, excuse me, a tenth of that dynamic force. Item E, uh, their global collapse uh, analysis is completely disproven, and they didn't deal with that at all. Item F, there's, a, there's seismic data which shows that uh, there was uh, an event that happened near the time of the building's collapse, uh, but it's actually 10 seconds before, but nevertheless, NIST attributes the building's collapse to that seismic event picked up 20 miles north at, at the uh, seismology uh, station there. Well, uh, it, it turns out that there are explosions heard by witnesses before the collapse. And um, uh, NIST claims, oh no, that was the uh, pieces of the building falling in the inside of the building, uh, again, without any telegraphing to the exterior. They ignore the eyewitnesses of these explosions. Uh, that's the, the next item. And the final item is this eroded steel. 
which is found by FEMA and documented very carefully in a metallurgical examination in Appendix C of the Building Performance Assessment Report that FEMA did in 2002, May. Well, that was completely ignored by NIST, thrown out of their report when they took over. And so this was called out in in this request for correction. And uh, NIST, uh, again, completely sidesteps all the main points and and doesn't... uh, doesn't uh, deal with uh, with reality at all here. So we have quite a good case uh, developing here for us with regard to the request for correction. Oh yeah. So um, sorry to go on and on, but oh, no, this no, is no, only no. go right ahead. You're the guest, sir. People people aren't listening to this to hear me talk about 9/11. They want to hear you. So go right ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, you need some backup. By the way, people, you you've got the backup of 3,000 architects and engineers demanding a new investigation. Why not use us? Our website is ae911truth.org. Uh, that petition is there. You can print it out and give it to your fellow architects and your elected representatives. And by the way, make an appointment while you're there. We will go on the phone with you and give the information and evidence that your uh, representative needs to know. Fantastic. So that's one of the other things we're doing. But the, the conference isn't even over. Guess what? On... Um, on uh, Saturday night, uh, 5 p.m. Pacific, we have three pioneers in the 9-11 truth movement. David Ray Griffin, who's written now 14 books wow. on this subject. I'm a huge fan, right. He's amazing. And, and he's for, he's, he's, he hasn't been on platform, uh, speaking platform for years and years. And so we were able to bring him back. And uh, that's Saturday night. And Stephen Jones, wow. who developed the evidence for extreme temperatures in the World Trade Center that ties into the U.S. Geological Survey's finding of uh, previously molten iron microspheres, you know, the diameter of, of a sixteenth of an inch or less, that are found and documented very carefully by not only the U.S. Geological Survey, but the um, uh, R.J. Lee, an environmental consulting firm. They don't know where they came from, though. But they do say that it's formed during the event, not before, by the uh, welders putting up the towers, not after, by the iron workers cutting down the pieces, uh, but during the event. Well, this is molten iron. Again, molten iron is not created uh, until 20, uh, until we get to temperatures exceeding 2,800 degrees Fahrenheit. But the jet, the jet fuel only burns at 600 in open air, 600 degrees Fahrenheit. So, and, and the fires are maybe only twice that, if that. So, we, we have a real problem in the official narrative being able to explain any of this evidence, uh, much less uh, all of it. And, and that's um, what uh, David Ray Griffin, Stephen Jones, and Niels Herod, of course, who will also be here Saturday night. He is the primary author of the Nanothermite Report, which is um, the 28-page uh, p- 24-page, peer-reviewed, I'm thinking of the 28 pages uh, that were redacted uh, (laughs) that show uh, Israeli involvement and Saudi involvement. Anyway, um, um, this this paper documents active thermitic materials in the World Trade Center dust, and it has not been uh, challenged. Uh, That's the way you challenge somebody, and you put a peer-reviewed paper of your own up there. 
well, this is a just a milestone in the 9/11 Truth Movement, and it's just stood like a like a pillar uh, in everybody's face who doesn't want to deal with this information. Uh, we bring that every year to our 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 congressional members uh, on at this time. We go to Washington D.C. typically, but uh, those three are going to reflect on their time in the 9/11 Truth Movement. When we come back Sunday. Um, at 6 p.m. with Daniela Ganser from Switzerland, who's an expert in false flag operations and the war on terror since 9-11. Wow. And he'll be exposing that. And then after him, John Whitehead of the Rutherford Institute, expert uh, on the advancing police state as a result of 9-11. We've lost a lot of freedoms and uh, and a lot of things that these uh, false anarchist uh, uh, Antifa uh, who are uh, protesting uh, about uh, is uh, actually uh, tied in with the advancing police state, um, but uh, it's they're uh, they're funded very well funded from high places um, on on the other side of the fence, the deep state. So he'll be talking about that as well, and then uh, James Corbett will be finishing off Sunday with uh, a, a, an expose of internet censorship. His, his report is titled, The Library of Alexandria is on Fire. And if, for those of you who don't know, uh, that was one of the largest and original uh, censorship efforts on the part of uh, the deep state at the time, who didn't want people <laughs> reading books. They, they, they may be over in the Vatican from what I hear. I don't know. But uh, that's yeah. the whole thing. They say that the, the Library of Alexandria was uh, oh, emptied and emptied and anything that mattered is, is uh, in the vaults at the Vatican uh, right now. Well, Very I hope possible. That's... Yeah. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, so that completes. Uh, and we have a special guest, a, a poet. Uh, coming uh, to give us a few poems. So we're very excited about that as well. It's going to be fantastic, man. I can't wait to tune in. That's my weekend. I mean, Friday, um, I will be on site at the World Trade Center. So I might get back a little bit late. Can we buy after the fact? Can we buy in after the fact? Well, the whole thing is free. Incredible. You're giving this away. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, step in, make a donation to Matt Campbell. That's what we're asking people to do. Uh, his brother Jeff being having been murdered at the North uh, Tower, the legal expenses. Uh, so uh, there'll be a, a an opportunity for people to do that on the website. The website is AE for Architects and Engineers 911truth.org. Now th- this isn't uh, what you're putting on here isn't cheap, and you're doing it for free, and that says a ton. So, uh, like I said, what what else can I say? I commend you uh, every time. Every time, this is incredible. You can so it, it will be online for all to watch at whatever time. It doesn't matter; like it won't yeah. go away. Yeah, right on our website. Uh, after the live event finishes, it'll be archived. I think Beautiful. within an hour. Beautiful. So no, no excuses, okay. everybody. If you can't see it live, you can go back and see it later. So no yeah. excuses. I know yeah. everybody wants to watch uh, Ninety Day Fiance, but we're gonna have to stop that and go watch Mr. Gage take care of business. That's fantastic. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait for a Saturday and Sunday. I'll, I'll be tuning in for sure. Um, and uh, fantastic speakers. I, I can't wait. It's going to be fantastic, man. I wish we didn't have to do it, though. I really wish we didn't have to do it. I, I really wish we weren't in this situation, Richard. You know, I mean, um, what was done on that day, 
man, it was it was traumatizing to the brain and so many different levels. The people that were there and the people around the world, it affects us all as a community. You know, as as a people, it affects us all. You know what I mean? And I see a lot of similarities. And then we'll get out of here in the interest of time. I, I see a lot of similarities between what's going on now with COVID-19 and what went on during 9-11, September 11, 2001 and afterwards. I call this a bio 9-11, you know, mm. because that's what it looks like to me. But I would love to get your thoughts on it. What are you seeing? Well, 9-11 was a false flag operation, which is an operation that's done on the inside and used to traumatize one's own citizens in order to uh, exact an agenda. And that uh, agenda, is, uh, uh, it happens by blaming another country, usually. Uh, so, uh, in, in this case, um, I don't do the research on COVID myself, but I've watched a number of YouTube videos, and what researchers are finding is that this, uh, this uh, virus uh, has dubious origins, uh, and uh, and it 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 is being used by uh, state uh, deep states all around the world to uh, exact draconian measures for controls on their people that are not letting up but only getting uh, tougher. Right. And um, not to mention, you know, uh, billion dollar investments in. Uh, mandated mandated worldwide vaccines by the people who are standing next to uh, Trump uh, uh, with with ownership in, in this whole thing. So, uh, I mean, the whole thing stinks. So, uh, I, I, I just hope people wake up in greater measure than they've already woken up about 9-11. Right, right. And I think they will. I think uh, they are, I should say, not will. But even even if even on in the in, in the future, like more people will wake up as a result of this event, just like 9-11, the way I look at it. And, and there there will probably be people that correct me on this. It's JFK, 9-11, COVID. Boom, 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 boom. You know, these mm. are events that wake people up, you know, yeah. uh, for whatever reason, whether it be, um, you know, uh, controlled and manipulated or organic. It's still something that happened and the people are waking up to different realities. As a result, Mr. Gage, always a pleasure to have you on with me. And hopefully uh, very soon we will look each other in the eyes, you know, and, <laughs> and, uh, and this uh, nonsense will, will, will pass and we'll, you know, um, continue to do what we do. Either way, we're going to make it happen at some way, in some way, shape or form. Please tell everybody where they can find your work, even though you've already have. Please reiterate. Yeah. Our website is AE911Truth. Dot org, And just poke around. You'll find the uh, conference uh, right there. Just scroll down on the main page. The opportunity to donate to the Matt Campbell uh, uh, and Jeff Campbell Fund uh, so that we can get this uh, evidence into court system. That's, that's our whole point here. But uh, getting justice for all of the 9-11 victims could result from this court case. It's a op- great opportunity. Anyway, that's AE911truth.org. Right. There you go. Absolutely free. 
that's how you know somebody is trying to help is trying to push things forward they're not worried about a price it's absolutely free and uh, i commend you for it this is america unplugged right here on iconic take it easy